Welcome back to Last Touch Channel. My name is Anton Vjeltsen. I'm an attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. Today we're going to discuss a case where a police officer doesn't keep his promise. Specifically, he tells the individual that if that person becomes truthful and simply brings out all the drugs that he has in the house, he will not arrest this individual. And then guess what? Months later, the officer gets a warrant and makes the arrest. The defendant argues that goes against his constitutional rights. And we'll see what happens. But before we go on, please hit that subscribe button, the notification button, so next time I post, you're first to know. Of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Spotify or Audible, please give my podcast a five-star re-rating. And finally, if you want to support my channel, consider going to lostash.com and checking out some of the merch, including the Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts, hats, and other items. And please, please, please share this channel with your friends and family because it helps me grow this channel. Thanks for watching. Quick message from Lostash. Are you charged with a crime? Or do you want to know your rights if stopped by police? Watch California attorney Anton Vjeltsin discuss legal cases from the Supreme Court, Ninth Circuit, and California State Courts on the Lostash YouTube page. Anton has handled hundreds of federal and state criminal cases, has an in-depth knowledge of the law, and has the best mustache ever. Subscribe to the Lostash YouTube page. That's L-A-W-S-T-A-C-H-E. Today we'll be discussing a federal case, United States versus Bailey. I will, of course, include a link in the description below to the full case so you can read it to yourself. But in the meantime, here's what happens. Officer Page sees an individual leaving from Bailey's house. He stops that person in his vehicle. There's a dog sniff. They search the individual and they find 0.1 grams of cocaine. Officer Page suspects that the drugs came from a transaction in Bailey's house. So he goes to Mr. Bailey's home. He knocks on the door and starts a conversation. It seems like these two know each other from prior interactions, but here's what happens. During their conversation, Officer Page tells Mr. Bailey that if he takes all the drugs and brings them out of the house and gives them to the officer, Officer Page will take the drugs and walk away. He also said that everything will be squared off. Now, in exchange, Officer Page later testified that he expected Bailey to help him with further investigations and perhaps cooperate. And then Mr. Bailey also asked Officer Page for some assistance with employment. We have a little bit of the transcript of what transpired probably from the body cam footage, so let's take a listen. Whatever little bit of shit crack you got left in that house, put it in that chair. I'm going to take it and I'm going to leave, and same thing as last. Everything is still squared away, and we'll talk. We'll put something together, and that's my word man to man, and I will, as soon as I get back to the PD, I'll call my people that can hook people up with jobs, and we'll find something. Alright. I have some dust. I have some shake, that's all I got. I can go ahead and get it right now. That's why I look like it was shit. Go grab the bag of shake and bring it here, whatever it is. I'm going to take you at your word that what you are grabbing is all that is in there. Yeah. I ain't going to lie to you. 
Come on, Paige. Prompted by Officer Paige's offer, Bailey handed over 0.7 grams of cocaine to the officer. In the following weeks, Mr. Bailey also assisted the officer in locating an individual for whom the officer had an outstanding warrant, but otherwise did not assist in any other investigations. Now, two months later, Officer Page obtained an arrest warrant based on the initial 0.1 gram seizure as well as the 0.7 grams that were later handed over to him. The officers executed a warrant and arrested Mr. Bailey. Now, on appeal and in the district court, Mr. Bailey argued that this was a breach of their agreement. There was agreement that Officer Page would not arrest Bailey. And the idea is that he wouldn't arrest him on any of the future crimes or the prior seizures. Because after all, he did give some assistance to Officer Page. Now, in the district court, there is some confusion and disagreement whether this was a substantial assistance that Bailey provided. Bailey argues that he upheld his end of the bargain when he assisted the police in apprehending that third person and that the government breached the agreement when they obtained the arrest warrant, thus rendering the arrest illegal and the subsequent seizure of 17.8 grams of cocaine also illegal and should be suppressed under the fruits of the poisonous tree doctrine. The government makes an interesting argument. They say that they could have obtained the warrant based on the initial 0.1 gram seizure. After all, that first seizure from the third party happened before any agreement between Officer Page and Bailey occurred. But here's what the court says. We explained that if the promise was made to the defendant, as alleged, and defendant relied upon it in incriminating himself and others, the government should be held to abide by its terms. We noted that this conclusion was consistent with Santabello versus New York, which similarly held that when a plea rests upon any significant degree on a promise or agreement of the prosecutor so that it can be said to be the part of inducement or consideration, such promise must be fulfilled. And while Carter, the case which I just cited, concerned a plea agreement, we have since considered that non-prosecution agreement invokes the same constitutional due process concerns as a plea agreement. And the fact that the government learned about the defendant's Mr. Bailey's wrongdoing prior to making the agreement, well, the court says that's how these agreements usually work. Of course, there has to be some sort of wrongdoing first in order for the police to be engaged and begin the conversation with the defendant, thus making that agreement. And in fact, that promise and the wrongdoing usually becomes what's called consideration under contract law. So then the government makes another argument. They say that Officer Page never had authority to enter into this agreement. After all, police officers don't have authority to make determinations whether to prosecute somebody or not. But the defendant correctly notes that in this situation, we're not talking about prosecution. The cases that I cited earlier talked about non-prosecution agreements. But in this situation, the agreement was not to arrest. 
and nobody disputes that an officer, in particular Officer Page, had authority to arrest or not to arrest Mr. Bailey. There is no reason to treat a non-arrest agreement any differently than non-prosecution and plea agreements. In all such contexts, therefore, where an individual fulfills his obligation under the agreement, settled notions of fundamental fairness may require the government to uphold its end of the bargain. To hold otherwise would rubber stamp a police practice that stands to undermine the honor of the government and public confidence in the fair administration of justice. Having determined that if Bailey's allegations, if true, could serve and warrant to uphold the non-arrest agreement and bind the government, the lower court will have to dismiss the case. But the appellate court here remands the case to the lower court to determine to what extent there was an agreement and what the parties understood. Because the lower court said that non-arrest agreements never bind the government. So now you understand a little bit more about non-arrest agreements and that police officers have to keep their promises. But of course, in this situation, the reason we're remanding the case is because the court has to determine on the facts what each party understood. If you learned a little bit more about non-arrest agreements, please hit that subscribe button, give this video a thumbs up. If you're listening to the podcast version of this recording on Audible or Spotify, please give it a five-star review rating. And if you want to be a real MVP, go to lostash.com and check out some of the merch, including those Do Not Arrest This Person t-shirts, hats, and other items. And finally, please support this channel by sharing it on other social media, Facebook, TikTok, and whatever else you use, and share it simply with your friends by word of mouth. Thanks for watching.